Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy. This is the place to come to learn everything you wanted to know about franchising. How to buy a franchise, how to sell a franchise, even how to turn your business into a franchise. So everything is here for you. It's all free. Dig in and enjoy. Today we have a great guest. Wes Barefoot has been involved in franchising since 2013, working in a variety of roles, operations, management, even franchise development. Wes joined the company Shelf Genie in 2017 as the Director of Franchise Development. Since joining Shelf Genie, his family, including his wife Kelly, became franchise owners with the Shelf Genie franchise system when they purchased the Wilmington, North Carolina, and Myrtle Beach, South Carolina markets for Shelf Genie back in 2018. So stay tuned, we got a great episode coming at you right now. It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. As a little bit of a background, so Wes, what were you doing before you got into franchising? It's kind of funny, actually. So uh, my first job out of college, so I graduated college in 2009, right? So if you remember back to 09, there weren't a whole lot of companies looking to hire a kid right out of college that didn't have any real world experience, uh, especially business experience, right? So I went and got a job with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. They have a management trainee program and they hire people. Their, their only kind of qualification is that you have to have a college degree. They don't care what your degree's in, but you gotta have a degree. So I knew a few guys that were ahead of me in business school. They went to, to Enterprise. And so anyways, that's where I got started. And it's kind of funny looking back on it now. I don't know if you've seen the movie stepbrothers, but they make a joke in there about enterprise where they joke about, you know, enterprise giving you the tools to be your own boss. And so it's kind of funny that that's where I started. And now I'm involved in franchising and, and helping people kind of figure out the same thing. So long story short, did the enterprise thing for a few years, worked my way up the ladder with them. That was kind of my taste of the, the corporate world and kind of fell backwards into franchising. I moved back to Wilmington, North Carolina, where I live with my family now and met one of the founders of what was at the time a very small franchise organization, a company called 101 Mobility. They're based out of Wilmington here. Uh, so I met one of the founders. We kind of hit it off, and you know they had this company that was growing. I knew nothing about franchising at the time. In my mind, franchising was fast food companies, essentially, right? So ended up getting involved. I think they had maybe 10 or 11 franchisees at the time, came in kind of entry level. I was there to support franchisees, answer any questions that they had, but you know, it was a great way for me to get involved. I really got to learn franchising and how it works. And, you know, that's kind of, you know, opened up a, a lot of doors for me since then. So I'm sure we'll, we'll get into some of that, but that's, that's a little bit of my background and, and kind of how I fell backwards into franchising, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. One-on-one mobility, great folks over there. I love them. Yeah. Great company. Great leadership. Yeah. yeah really good stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and coincidentally, I didn't know, I didn't know that you were working for enterprise before that, but um, both of my kids work for enterprise. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. One, our director of operations at Shelf Genie, he's a former enterprise guy too. And, you know, one of the things we always, you know, 
it's kind of like an alumni association. You meet someone anywhere that's worked for enterprise and you just kind of like, you know, you feel a little bit of respect for them. And we always say, if you can do well at enterprise, you can do well at anything because it's a, it's a great company, but it's a tough gig. It, it is a tough gig. That's, that's what I learned through my daughter who was working as, you know, like the assistant manager of one of the local yeah. branches on Long Island. And, yeah. uh, and then she worked it right through Hurricane Sandy, which, um, yeah, the cars were underwater here on Long Island. And it was a mess. And, it was crazy, and then my son was young at the time, and he was working as the uh, car cleaner guy. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, and now my son is actually in franchising, and my daughter runs uh, events for Indeed, so you never know where life brings you, you know? That's right, yeah, There's many paths. Many, many paths. What made you make the switch to be a franchise owner with Jeff Jimmy? Yeah, I mean, I got to be honest, when I came, when I left 101 Mobility and came to Shelf Genie, the intent at that time was not, you know, that we were going to become franchisees. It, it just kind of happened. But, you know, one of the biggest things I did learn and, and, you know, my wife's eyes were really open to this, too, just through the experience that we had being involved with 101 Mobility. I mean, we were surrounded with all of these entrepreneurs and we saw people all around us building businesses and essentially taking control of, of their livelihood and their future. And so, you know, we knew very early into that process or that experience that we wanted to be business owners ourselves. And so I came over to Shelf Genie and, and, you know, really started learning the business. I worked in my role as director of franchise development for, you know, close to a year before we even started talking about becoming franchisees ourselves. So I learned the business. I helped other people evaluate the business and determine if it was a good fit for them. And we were kind of at a transition period. My wife has a background in pharmaceutical sales, and she had been involved in a big layoff that her company did. She actually got laid off while she was on maternity leave, <laughs> believe it or not. They, they laid off like, you know, 60% of their sales force nationwide. Uh, and that was our, we have a daughter that's now uh, two and a half. So that was our first child as well. And, you know, one of the things we were talking about was, you know, we didn't want to have our daughter in daycare five days a week, you know. My wife's incredibly smart and very driven, so she didn't see herself just, you know, staying at home long term, but we wanted something more flexible that would, you know, put us in a position to be there for our daughter and not have someone else raise her, essentially. So that's where the conversations of, you know, getting into business ownership really started, and, you know, it kind of dawned on me one day. I was like, look, this Shelf Genie is a fantastic model, at least for, for us and what we're looking for, and you know, my wife's skill set was very well suited for the role of the franchise owner. And lo and behold, Wilmington, North Carolina and Myrtle Beach were open. So the stars kind of aligned and uh, we took the plunge. And so now my wife, Kelly, really runs the day to day for our franchise. And she's a rock star. She's, um, you know, really turning a lot of heads within the organization. And, and we're having a lot of fun in the process. Yeah, that's amazing. So what is Shelf Genie exactly? What's the concept? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a neat business. It's, it's really kind of a niche business if you really think about what we do, but we specialize in custom glide out shelving solutions and, you know, we can work in all areas of the home, but our, our kind of primary focus or our core business is really uh, kitchens, pantries, and bathrooms. And so essentially what we're able to do and, and, the, the majority of what we do is retrofitting your existing cabinets or your existing pantry uh, and putting in our custom glide out shelving. And it really just 
makes these spaces a lot more functional. It gives you access to a lot more of the space that you have. So we're really able to come in and transform some of these key areas of the home where people spend a lot of time uh, and make them a lot more functional. Um, so really kind of a, a neat business. So one thing that I love about the business is that it taps on the baby boomer generation. Yeah. People turning, you know, 65 and older. Sure. So instead of getting into like a home healthcare business, which has a lot of moving parts, it's a different, sure. pretty intense business. You can actually still tap that community with this business. So sh share a little bit about that. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, we really are able to, to kind of tap into this, you know, portion of the population, which is a, a large percentage of the population that's aging and, you know, starting to get to a point in their life where they're having to think about things like, you know, can I stay in my current living situation long term or do we have to start thinking about, you know, transitioning and, you know, a big consideration is can I access everything I need in, in my current home? And so, you know, if you think about it, a lot of the, and there's some statistics out there, I'm not going to quote them because I'd probably get them wrong, but a lot of the falls that happen to seniors happen in the kitchen. And if you think about it, it makes sense. You know, they're reaching up, trying to grab something off the top shelf in the pantry, or they're, you know, bending over trying to get that, you know, pot out of the back of a, a bottom cabinet. So, you know, these are very important areas of the home if people can't really access them then it's not feasible for them to, to stay there long term. And so, you know, in a lot of cases, we're really able to help our clients stay in their homes where they're comfortable for a lot longer than they'd be able to otherwise. And, and I do like the comparison to, you know, it's kind of a way you can look at tapping into that population in a, in a different way than getting into the home health and some of that. And in my opinion, what's nice about it is like, yes, we work with that demographic and that's a big part of our client base but we're not limited to that you know we work with a lot of other people outside of that demographic as well so we really are able to come in and service a pretty wide range of of clients uh through what we do yeah no question about it i mean i i just you know i have some of that in my house now and See? that's awesome yeah joe genie man so it's a game changer my wife loves it because i put the dishes away now yeah it's easy it's easy yeah. i mean i don't have this thing but one thing that I was really impressed by is when you think about your, your cupboards that are above the mm -hmm. counter, there's a thing where you kind of grab it and you pull it out and down. That's right. And yeah. Plates and cups come down to your, you know, waist level. Sure. Like, wow, man, it's, it's brilliant. And yeah, if you're a little bit older, I mean, it's crazy not to have that. And it's not like, you know, it's not a home renovation. You're not putting in, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's, no. it's pretty, actually inexpensive relatively speaking. It really is. And it's a quick project too. I mean, our, our installations are typically three to four hours. So you compare that to a lot of other home improvement projects, especially in the kitchen, you know, your kitchen might be off limits for days, weeks, maybe even months. So our clients love that, you know, we're in and we're out and then they've got these awesome solutions that they can start using immediately. Yeah. I've, I've done those kitchen projects where you know, for a no. week you're wash, washing your dishes in the bathtub. Oh, it's a disaster. It turns your world upside down. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Yep. So, so you mentioned, so these are like custom fit. Yeah, so, it's all, it's all custom, which is great. So Shelf Genie is kind of vertically integrated with our manufacturing. We own the plant where everything is produced and, and everything's built here in America, our plants in Alabama. Mm -hmm. uh, so we come in and we measure everything down to the millimeter 
and then the solutions are built based on that. But you know, beyond just the size of it, we're really able to you know talk to our clients and understand you know what are the frustrations and the pain points that they have in these areas of the home, and then we're able to customize and tailor a solution that specifically fits their needs. And that's really one of the things that differentiates Shelf Genie from other companies that offer maybe similar solutions. You know, they're more order takers, typically, we find. They'll come in, they'll look at a pantry, and they say, okay, we could do, you know, four glide outs in this pantry, and this is what it would cost. You know, usually we're able, because of the level of customization we're able to provide, we're normally in a position where we've got two, three, four different options that would work in a given space for a client. And then it's really about figuring out which of those options works best for this particular client and how they use this space. I mean, you could take the exact same kitchen, two different clients, and have two totally different shelf genie designs based on what the client needs and, and what they want. So if I'm out there, if I'm listening to this podcast now or watching it on YouTube, do I need to be like a construction guy? I mean, who's your franchisee? Who are you looking for? Yeah, this is one of those that's kind of counterintuitive where, you know, some people look at the business and they're like, well, I don't have any experience in construction or I've never done design. So maybe this wouldn't be a good fit for me. And, and that really couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, our kind of ideal franchisee well, I mean, we have franchisees from all types of walks of life, all different backgrounds. So, you know, we're not even looking for like a specific type of background, but people that tend to really thrive in a business like Shelf Genie are people that have experience building teams and managing teams. Shelf Genie is a, a franchise model that really is designed to scale. It's not what you might call an owner-operator model where the franchisee is supposed to be the one out there doing all of the work and wearing all of the hats themselves. Uh, our most successful franchisees understand that you know to, to scale a business, they have to build something that's larger than just themselves. So they have to develop a team and then empower that team. So franchisees that have experience doing that, or at least understand the importance of that, you know, are going to be very successful in a model like Shelf Genie. Yeah, no, no question about it. I think that it's really great because there's so much help. You know, in general, a franchise is a business, a business with training wheels. Yeah, yeah. They help you, you know, every step of the way with everything. But Shelf Genie goes a lot deeper from what I've seen. Yeah. You have people answering the phone for you, right? You have a mm -hmm. call center and all that kind of stuff. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, in, in my opinion, and I might be slightly biased, right? I do work for Shelf Genie, own a Shelf Genie franchise. But in my opinion, you know, our support that we provide, you know, is, is world-class for, for our franchise partners. And, you know, when, when I look at franchising, there's two categories of support, right? There's the initial support that you get as a new franchise owner. And that's, you know, training that's learning the business that's the roadmap you know what do you need to do to get the business up and running and and to ultimately be successful but then there's ongoing support you know and that's support that in my opinion franchisees should get value from regardless of how long they've been a franchisee because at some point as a franchisee you're not going to rely on the franchisor to teach you the business at some point you'll have that piece down Right. But you're always, as a franchisee, paying something back in some form or fashion to the franchisor. So you should be getting value from that. So a big focus for us at Shelf Genie is ongoing support 
in key areas of the business. And the aim for all of this support is to take very critical yet time-consuming aspects of managing the business off the plate of the franchise owner, which will then free them up to focus the majority of their time and energy on activities that are going to lead to growth and scalability over time. So, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head. We've got a call center. We call it our business support center. They handle all of the inbound uh, phone calls and not even just phone calls, any inquiries whatsoever, web leads, live chats on the website. And their, their goal is to convert those leads or those inquiries into appointments or consultations for, you know, what we call designers in, in the appropriate local franchisees market. That's a great example of a, a critical component to the business. If you're not responsive on the phones, if you don't have a good conversion rate from lead to opportunity, you're not gonna be successful. It's also incredibly time consuming and someone needs to be doing it, but it's probably not the best use of time for the franchise owner themselves. And right. so that's, that's a great example. You know, We've got a ton of marketing support. We really uh, help our franchise owners develop a comprehensive marketing strategy that's tailored for the market that they're in and then we implement and execute it for them and then you know we've got a lot of technology and there's there's a lot of focus from from the shelf genie home office on supporting our our franchise partners and their teams in meaningful areas of the business and to me that's one of the the keys for success and one of the things that does make you know our model as scalable as it is it sounds cliche i know but the goal is put our franchise owners in a position to work on their business, not in it. Yeah, amen to that. And and Shelf Genie does a great job of that. I've witnessed it. I've placed people in the business, and yeah. they're successful. Everything is really buttoned down, which is what I want to see as a consultant. Sure. At a franchise, you had mentioned that you know the, the shelving and and everything is custom made. So then, who installs it? Yeah. So, you know, I mentioned the importance of building a team earlier. So there's really two components that are typically going to make up a, a franchise owner's team in our business. I mentioned designers. So those are, are really kind of your salespeople. I mean, because of everything I mentioned earlier, the, the level of customization we're able to provide, it's a very consultative sales process, right? We are not that company that's coming into your home trying to hard, hard close you or using high pressure sales tactics very consultative approach to sales, but nonetheless, these designers are the ones driving revenue in your business. And then you have installers. So most of our franchise owners never install anything. Some of them, if they're you know pretty handy, they may do a little bit at first just to kind of have a few under their belt, but most of our franchise owners are outsourcing 100% of the installations to an installer on their team. With both the installers and the designers, our recommendation and what the, the vast majority of our franchise owners do today uh, is they have them set up as 1099 contractors, meaning you know they're not salaried or hourly employees. They're paid on a commission-only basis. And typically, the commission is just a percentage of each job that that designer or an installer is involved in. And that's a nice approach, in my opinion, for two reasons. Number one, you don't have a fixed payroll. Right. So if you're paying out to your team, it's because the revenue has already been generated to support those those payments. Right. The other thing that some people may not pick up on as quickly is that 
I've really seen where the 1099 approach to recruiting opens the door to recruit better talent than you might be able to if you were looking for that full-time 40-hour-a-week position. And like an, an example of that in our franchise business, our installer that's been with us since day one, he's a career firefighter, mm -hmm. right? So he works 10 to 12 days a month at the fire station, 24-hour shift, but his schedule's different every single month. I couldn't even go to him and say, hey, I need you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, because his schedule's always different. But what I can do is assign jobs that have been sold to him to install, and then he schedules it around his schedule at the fire department. And he does a fantastic job. Clients love him. He's making great money on the side from the fire department. But if I would have gone to him and said, hey, we're starting this business, and I think I have an opportunity for you, but you're going to have to quit your job as a firefighter to come over here and work for me, he would have laughed me out of the room. It wouldn't have happened. Right. right. So that's an example of how you can, I think, recruit better talent if you know how to position the opportunity and, and know what you're looking for. It's a great point. I love that. So on, on another note, what, what's one myth about franchising that you can bust, you know, right here, right now? That's a great question. You know, I think you probably see this even more than I do, but, you know, it's the business that you invest in doesn't have to be the sexiest business in the world to be successful, right? In fact, a lot of times it's the complete opposite of that. Sometimes it's the less sexy businesses that, you know, are going to really, you know, produce well from a financial standpoint and, and they're going to have a lot more sustainability. I mean, I can guarantee you not a single one of the franchise partners that we have today at Shelf Genie dreamed in college of being a custom glide out shelving business owner. <laughs> right. But yeah. it's a proven model. It is scalable. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of moving parts and pieces. So while it may not be the sexiest, trendiest business out there, you know, I think if you're conducting your research, looking through the right filters, you know, you can really find some great business opportunities if you're not so focused on, you know, how sexy is the business itself. You know, I, I, I believe that, you know, businesses that are not sexy are usually the most productive and, and best investments. Yeah. Uh, and they usually make money. They usually make a lot of money and they usually are kind of tending towards recession resistant yeah. uh, as well. And it, yeah. it's really interesting. So, you know, my, my my mentor, Jeff Elgin, who's the founder yeah. of Plant Choice, yep. said to me once, you know, these, these businesses are not sexy unless you spell sexy M-O-N-E-Y. That's right. Yeah, which that is pretty sexy. You know, money is sexy. So, yeah, I, you know, I get that a lot. I mean, a lot of the people that, that I work with, you know, they definitely didn't picture themselves being in this type of business. And, you know, especially a lot of the people that, that usually are, very well suited for the role of the owner in Shelf Genie. I mean, we have a guy that, you know, runs a, ran a $75 million a year company as the CEO. And, you know, he is crushing it with Shelf Genie, but it's because he's built teams and he's built organizations. That's what he's done his whole career. He's been able to translate that experience to Shelf Genie. He's never run a design appointment. He's never done an installation. He couldn't tell you how to do it. But what he could tell you how to do is put the right people in the right seats and then get the results. Right. And that's something that, you know, sometimes it takes people a little while to, to understand that. 
And it's considered it's considered a home based business. Is that right? It is. Yeah, which is one of the the in my opinion attractive things about a model like ours. I mean, it's very low overhead, right? I mean, I've been hard pressed to find another business opportunity out there with the upside that Shelf Genie has that's in the same initial investment range, you know, pretty low startup costs. There's no real estate involved, no brick and mortar. You know, we talked about the fact that everything we do is completely custom. So there's not, there's not even an inventory component, right? right. I mean, a, a new shelf genie franchisee never even places an order with our manufacturing company until they've made their first sell. And they usually collect a 50% deposit on the front end of that, which will more than cover their cost of goods. And then they're collecting the final payment at the time the installation's completed. And because we are vertically integrated, we've got some flexibility with how we invoice franchisees for their materials. They don't get an invoice until 30 days after the order ships to them, meaning nine times out of 10, they've installed the job. They're paid in full before they even have to pay for the materials. So from a cash flow perspective, you know, you don't have a whole lot on the you know, front end from an investment standpoint, next to no overhead and no accounts receivables to manage. You know, that's a recipe for for pretty quick cash flow in in most cases. Yeah, right. And it, it fits my criteria: low investment, high margin. You know, low staff. I mean, it has it all there. So yeah, that is really really cool, and I appreciate all that info. And uh, we're gonna have more information about Shelf Genie on our website. So the Franchise Academy dot com is where you can get more information about shelf genie yeah um wes do you have um some parting advice or guidance for anybody that's out there listening that's thinking about franchising right now yeah i mean you know it's it's a great way to get into business for yourself you know there's a lot of pros associated with franchising you know i i think i'll kind of go back to you know the the i guess myth that i tried to bust earlier which is you know if you're thinking of business ownership and if you're thinking that franchising could be a good way to do that, I think the most important thing is, you know, first of all, get very clear on what your goals are. You know, what, what are you looking to accomplish through business ownership? And once that's crystal clear, you know, use that as your compass as you go through the investigative process and, you know, work with someone like Tom that can show you, you know, some businesses that you probably never even know existed, you know, without the help of an expert. But keep those goals, you know, your primary focus because, you know, you'll see a lot of sexy, trendy businesses out there. And I'm not saying that those wouldn't be a good fit, but you ought to be running any business that you're evaluating through that filter of, is this going to help me accomplish these long-term goals that I've established? And a lot of times people really surprise themselves when they figure out which businesses will or won't ultimately help them get to those goals. So that'd be my biggest piece of advice based on, you know, what I've learned so far. That's so awesome. And uh, yeah, and great advice. And, and thanks for the, uh, the kudos. <laughs> for sure. Well, totally appreciate that. And, and really, yeah. I uh, want to thank you for your time. Thank you for uh, these words of wisdom. You know, it's so great because you're on both sides of the house and you're in the franchise company, but you also own a franchise. So, so your insights are invaluable. I really appreciate it. 
Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate you having me on. This was awesome. And, um, you know, anyone that's interested in Shelf Genie, like Tom said, he'll put some information up. You can connect with me on LinkedIn and check out our websites, just shelfgenie.com. And there's some information about the franchise opportunity at uh, shelfgenie.com backslash franchise. Yeah, absolutely. And Wes Barefoot, thanks so much. And look forward to talking to you soon. All right, Tom. Thank you, man. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.